and welcome to Shogo's podcast. So today, guys, I like to talk about a topic related to traditional culture in Japan. So I was actually watching this,、uh, well,、um, a show on YouTube where they were talking about traditional culture. He was actually a comedian that was talking about Japanese comedy and its、uh, culture, traditional culture in Japan. And one of the things that he was concerned about in that show, he was talking with another different comedian. It was a one on one talk over some alcohol. And he was explaining that he was a little bit afraid that the traditional culture of comedy in Japan is starting to be a little bit too much destroyed. So, this topic was really, really interesting. So, what he was talking about is that he thinks that、uh, traditional culture, of course, needs to be carried on as much as possible. And in order to do that, you can't change too much of it. If you change too much of everything, you'll just simply destroy it and it won't be a culture anymore. It'll just be something that was popular at a certain time in history, kind of thing. And talking, listening to this topic was really, really interesting for me. So today I wanted to share my opinions with you here. Now, a lot of people, if you train, if you guys, especially are training in Japanese traditional culture, anything, it could be the martial arts, it could be music or sage arts and such, you'll immediately realize, or even just listening to me or watching my videos, you'll immediately realize that a lot of things, well, everything basically, literally everything in Japan,、um, if it's called a traditional culture, it has a kata. It has the kata, which are the fixed formats for practicing or training in that art. So, like in Yaido, we have kata, karate has kata, judo has kata, kendo has kata. You know,、uh, the dancing that、uh, we do in no theater and Japanese traditional dancing, like Harumi does in Nihonbuyo, also has the kata. Everything has kata. And a lot of, some people <laughs> often point out that, you know, there's just no freedom, you know, it's all done by kata, and you don't have any space for it. Put your creativity in it and so on and so forth. And sometimes, yes, I understand that it gets a little bit stiff and it's really hard to do. What should I say? You don't have any freedom basically to do that kind of stuff. And I understand that, especially when you're young, you feel that you want more freedom when you do these kind of things. So I completely understand that. But also at the same time, this is exactly the reason why it was able to be carried down as a traditional culture. If there were no fixed formats, if there were no structured、um, ways of carrying it down and training in the art, Japanese traditional culture would absolutely not have lasted this long. So the kata or training methods that has been carried on for a really long time is really, really important in the culture. So, if we start destroying this as well, saying that because it's the modern era, it's the 21st century, we need to change this as well, we're starting to destroy what it was, <laughs> what it was in the first place. So, you know, I always talk about you know, evolving and、uh, preserving evolving traditional culture. This is a really important part that, of course, We do need to change a lot of the problems in the world's traditional culture, as I often talk about, but we can't change that easily what's inside it, you know. So, what was really, really cool was that the, the comedians that are talking in the YouTube show was actually talking about this really,、uh, what should I say,、uh, this、yeah. Rakugo? You guys might, not, might know about the Rakugo. I've actually made a video about it once. It's the、uh, Stand up, traditional stand up comedy in Japan that one person goes and talks about a story, makes people laugh and such. It's actually not stand up, it's actually sitting down. But he was talking about a, a certain nakugoka that's doing a lot of new things. For example,、uh, playing music while he does the 
uh, the stand-up comedy thing, the Rakugo, which traditionally you would never play any music, you would do it just by your, just by your talking. Yeah, he was uh, actually do, um, doing some, changing some lights during the shows and such, and these are completely new. This is not traditional Rakugo. And I think it's great that he's challenging these new things, right? Because traditional culture does need to continue to evolve and adapt to the new era, but but what's amazing about this Rakugoka is that he is super, super good at doing the, the very traditional kind of Rakugo too. So because he is so good at doing the traditional kind of the Japanese traditional stand-up comedy, no one can say anything to him. Because he's awesome and amazing at the traditional kind, but also he's challenging new things at the same time too, so no one can say anything to him. This is very close to how Kaminaga-san is amazing too. So Kaminaga-san is of course has the uh, instructor class in the Shakuhachi, traditional Shakuhachi Ryuha, and also he's doing activities such as Wagaki Band and new types of music as well, right? So these kinds of people are the only people who are allowed to try to change the culture. Otherwise, if people who don't understand the core essence of every traditional culture in Japan just randomly tries to change it, we're just simply destroying it. That's not change, that's destruction. And we really need to understand this point. We need to cherish what has been carried on and how it's been carried on. Otherwise, we're just going to be destroying the culture that our ancestors have been carried on for us. And I really thought this point is super, super important. When you're young, like me, when you're in your 20s or 30s and trying to train in traditional culture, you tend to think that we should just change everything because it just seems old, you know? <laughs> and it just seems outdated and such, but that's not correct. The reason why Japanese traditional culture is amazing and we can learn so many things from it is because it has a lot of important teachings within it that we should not change and should be carried on the, the very structured way that it has been. I really thought this is something I must remember inside my heart. No matter how many things I train, no matter how many ways of business I try to promote it, I really need to remember that I need to be, I, because I'm a person who will be creating new businesses related to Japanese traditional culture, I need to be the one who will be training, you know, and focus on the traditional parts as well at the same time. One of my legs are gonna be stuck completely in the very super traditional ways of doing things, you know, uh, speaking polite Japanese or um, trying to maintain the uh, hierarchical relationship while on the other leg, basically, as I, you know, as I walk towards my dream, the, uh, while the other leg needs to be constantly be thinking what parts should be changed and what parts needs to be evolved. Yeah, I really thought this balance is going to be really, really important for me. Yeah, so I just wanted to share this idea with you and it's something that I really absolutely need to keep in mind as I continue down my uh, road to try to preserve and involve Japanese traditional culture. So then everyone, as I always say, the ultimate goal of my life is to make all Japan lovers' dreams come true. So I know there's a lot of people studying Japanese, willing to come to Japan to study, travel, work, or even train our traditional culture and such. However, I am very afraid that Japan will not be able to make everyone's dreams come true in the future because we're facing a lot of social problems, we are losing our traditional culture, and the younger generations who are supposed to be carrying on the good things about Japan are dying because of all the social issues being shoved against them. So I really want to dedicate my life trying to make Japan a better place. I want to try to solve the social problems, preserve and involve traditional culture, and also help out the younger generations so they can have a brighter future. And to do this, the nearest goal I have right now is to make success with the Yushinkan Samurai Experience in Kyoto. So if we could check out the description box where you can have the reservation page, um, it'd be really cool if you can uh, come and meet me in Kyoto. 
And also, it'd be great if you can check out my Kofi page, which I'm right now raising money to buy my very first bamboo shock plachi to do more collaboration videos with Kamina Daisuke-san. And also, if you can check out my Suzuki merchandise page, we're selling our uh, goods that are limited until the end of 2022. Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening to today's story. And it'd be great if you can let me know your opinions in the comments, too. I'm heading over to uh, my work today. <laughs> Wish me luck. Thanks so much, guys.